The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. You're listening to Creeping Wave Radio, a documentation of our decidedly creepy escapades here on Mind. once the mics go off. Ah, Katia, this place brings back such memories, does it not? Da, Jeremy, indeed it does. Good ones, I hope? Yeah, kind of mixed bag. It's different somehow. I can't put my finger on it. Different? How can you tell? This place is so sterile. No windows, no doors, not even a potted plant. Which would really cheer the place up a lot, honestly. Yeah, just endless hallways. It's a wonder how anyone finds their way around in a maze like this. I'm hoping my memory still serves me. It had better. Your memory's all we have to go on at the moment. Well, it has been some time. Perhaps we should rethink this. Just stay close, follow my lead, and we'll get through this in one piece. It's not that I don't trust you, Katya, but something feels wrong here. It's too quiet for my liking. Especially for an allegedly secret base. You said it, Dorcas. I can't believe we just walked right in. You can thank those old men for taking out the first line of defense, Esther, my dear. Oh, hey guys. Be with you in a moment. Hmm, yes, on our way. Just go on ahead. We'll catch up. You can count on us. I got ya. Been a while. Ah, yes, hello. So nice to see you again. Who is that man? Peter Lorre, I think. I thought he was dead. He may not be dead, but it looks like he won't be much help to us right now either. Honestly, Scratch, he was never really much help to begin with. Granted, but those operatives have served their purpose. Hey, Hoover. Who are those guys infiltrating the base? What? You think the friends of mine is something? What uh, what makes you think these sleazy lowlifes uh, makes you think they'd be associated with me? Uh, never mind. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yes? Hi, Stanley the Human Cucumber. Uh, just wondering, but do I look more like a goat or a fish to you? Also, why are you wearing my uniform? Oh, don't worry. I am merely taking it to the dry cleaner. Oh, okay. Yes, regarding your other query, goat or fish, you are wise to ask me, Gabe the Lizard Man, for my opinion. My insight far surpasses that of any mere human. Now why would you even ask him something like that? It's so obvious. <laughs> Stay cool, Gabe. Don't get these guys riled up. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Wolfman. He's always like this. What you say about me? Ah. Uh, the vacuum. Not so tough now, are you? Did that suspiciously adorable-looking cat over there just uh, talk to me? He can't hurt you now. His mind has been shattered. 
That and he's completely couch-locked. Knock it off, Tybalt. Just focus on being precious and adorable. Yes, yes. You table ladies are right. Cuteness is my most treacherous skill. I must journey forth in the most darling and lovable way possible. We got Vincent, Boris, Peter, and two of those crazy sideshow types posted as guards. But where'd that goat versus fish fellow go? Yeah, he seemed like a stand-up guy. I hope for his sake he found a way out. These holes are lined with booby traps. Back when I was running with this faction of vampires, we'd lose an intern a week to careless wandering. So let me get this straight. There's two different sanctioned parties of Soviet vampirism? Nah. Well, what caused the split? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Lovers quarrel, no doubt. Oh, Norma. Not everything happens like it does in your stories. Actually, Norma is quite correct. Ha! You see, Gladys, I know what I'm talking about. I just hope my DVR didn't get taken out in the uprising. I disagreed with their methods the other faction of vampires, and my husband, Anatole. Anatole is your husband? Vaz, my husband. We worked on the Serpan project together, storing living energy to heal the sick and infirmed. Our research was based on creatures we discovered, natural vampires. You mean the Amaranthians? Like Napoleon? They were one variety, yes. Much of our research came from studying them. We went into this project to heal and better mankind, but Anatole grew drunk on his own power. Ah, isn't that always the way? Yes, humans are too fragile-minded. When we cats take over, we will provide you with much-needed discipline. You mean when we reptilians take dominion over this planet? The vampires wanted to lord over humanity as well. Yes. They treated their living death subjects like animals. No, worse than that. An animal can at least find release in being slaughtered. They abuse their specimens for pure amusement, torturing them. All the while knowing full well they would survive and regenerate, so they could do it all over again. I can't get the sounds of their screams out of my head, and the vampires laughing all the while. It was more than I could stomach. I feel like a tale like that is something I wouldn't have forgotten, old age or no. You and me both. None of this seems familiar. This time travel spiel the younger uses are trying to sell us is starting to smell a little fishy if you catch my drift. Watch where you're stepping, old-timer. What the? Whoa! Walter, you okay? Was it your trick knee again? No, Dagnabbit. My knees are fine. That younger version of me tripped me, and he did it on purpose. Why would he do that? You tell me. Come on, we told you. We're you guys, but from the future. He means the past. Halt, everyone. Remain perfectly still. What's going on? One of the traps has been set off. Walter, what did you do? Me? I didn't do nothing. It was that young near-do-well in the skinny tie. What tripped me? Look out! The floor's splitting apart! Everyone, back up against the walls. 
A pit is opening up underneath us. Looks like there's water down there. No, not water. Why did it have to be water? Oh, cool feet. Hush, adorable kitty. I shall protect you. Yes, pick me up and also provide me with chin scratches. Obviously, this must be the gym of the secret base. What? Yes, the imprudent elder human has clearly thrown the switch to open the gymnasium floor. And the pool is what lies beneath. The what? Foolish humans. Have you never seen It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you have. Yes, horrible stinking wolf creature. It is a tale beloved to my people. It tells the story of how our great warrior priestess, Zuzu, became the merciless champion we revere to this day, scattering the petals of destruction wherever she goes. That's just precious. Oh my god, there's something moving around down there. Whatever it is, it's coming to the surface. like we have some new combatants in the arena. Eh, Calmargula? Well, hello there. I'd make introductions, but I doubt you'll be staying long. Hi, Martinez. Hi. I told you, you let me do the talking. Okay, Octavius? Sorry. S- sorry. Merciful heavens! They're giant squids! And they're wearing Roman armor! <laughs> wow. Way to state the obvious. I'm an octopus, actually. They're squids. Not that it matters, really. Doesn't that hardware get cumbersome underwater? It is a symbol of our power. Oh, you get used to it after a while. Meh. Look, we don't want any trouble. We're just here to collect our friend. Big, creepy-looking redhead looks perpetually confused. Have you seen them? Ah, yes. I saw them move that prisoner into containment some time ago. Very trusting of you to presume they're still alive. (laughs) Don't worry. They're fine. I just brought them some tea and biscuits like 20 minutes ago. Oh, shut up, Octavius. Seriously, you're like the worst legionnaire ever. No, I'm not. Just never done this before. None of us have, actually. Oh, come on, Mardidus. Not you two. Oh, well, they they told us things would be different when we left the freak show. That we wouldn't be excluded from everything. Well, now, they just leave us floating around the tank all day. Just on the off chance someone trips the trap. So I'm sorry, Cal. But to be quite frank, I'm not exactly sure how this is all supposed to go down. Yes. Care to tell us? Oh, come now. It's plainly obvious, isn't it? No, it's not at all obvious. Thank you. That's exactly the point I've been trying to make. Ignore these peons and their babblings. No one may pass through this hallway without defeating us in combat. We can't pass anyway. Not with the floor retracted like this. Nope. We're kind of stuck up against the wall here. Really, the water pit would have done the job on its own. I don't see how we'd be able to get back out of that. 
I agree. Your position seems a little... Hmm... What's the word I'm looking for? Superfluous! Yes, thank you, Gabe. You are welcome. Dainty human female. Well, that hardly seems fair. We've been waiting for so long for a good fight. And it's dreadful being cooped up in that fishbowl as part of a booby trap. I really don't feel like going back into the water pit with these guys. No offense. No, we're all thinking it's... None of us have any personal space down there. The bathroom door doesn't even close all the way. I hate that. It's disgusting. You're really quite sure you don't want to give us just a bit of a rumble? A chance to stretch our legs? Oh, we have a lot of them. Uh, no thanks. They're good. Not even about the fisticuffs? Ah, uh, I don't believe my ears. Young people are so apathetic these days. I'm surprised at you, Darkus. Ooh, I've just been aching to break some bones since we left the retirement home. We don't actually have bones. Is that going to be an issue? Oh, no, dear. We'll make do. What are you girls doing? Have you gone all loopy? They're negotiating us away off this ledge, that's what. Tell you what. We three'll jump down here in the pit with you, slap you around for a while, whoop, 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 and if we win... You'll let us join your intrepid crew? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Please? You did say he took the prisoner tea biscuits. Bringing them into the fold could cut a lot of time off of our search. And the next trap we accidentally set off is unlikely to be as obliging. Uh... You really think we can trust these guys? I trust no one. But these three may be of benefit to us. So it's settled. We'll do combat directly. If you win, we agree to join your crew. Grudgingly, mind you. But not really. And on the off chance that you might happen to win, what happens then? Uh, well, I suppose we could just hang out with them for a while. You know, just a spell. Though we don't breathe so well underwater, you know. Just for a little while. We have loads of old VHSs we could watch. Oh, golly. You don't get out much, do you? Once in a while, to run errands. And hover and such. Do the vacuum. Uh, no. We don't get out as much as we might like. Enough talk. Let the battle commence. Be free.
Are the tea biscuits to your liking? They're fine. I'm curious about the octopus who delivered them, though. He was very polite. This is seriously a weird place you're running, Dimitri. <laughs> Why was he wearing Roman armor? I'll take the liberty of silencing your ghosts, if you don't mind. There. Now we can speak uninterrupted. What did you do to them? Just folded them back into the ether. Don't look so panicked. They'll find their way back in time. They always do. You can do that? Do you take jam? No. No, thank you. She didn't either. Your mother. She was quite fond of this particular biscuit recipe. Not enough to stick around, apparently. <laughs> Regrettably not. But I've learned from my past mistakes. Mistakes in tea biscuits? I'll thank you not to be so puerile. She escaped you. And apparently I did too, which means it's more than likely I'll do it again. I just don't remember how I pulled it off before. Yes. Memory slippage is a burden, or so I hear. To queer your little fantasy, you've never escaped me, Napoleon. I let you go. No, of course not. Jeez, are you really gonna be that predictable? How do you mean? Getting all comic book villainy on me. Oh, I've been one step ahead of you this whole time, anticipating your every move. I mean, it's real easy to say that on hindsight, but well, it's bullshit. Would you care to know how you quote, unquote, escaped from my compound after I recovered you from the Great War? Why do you have to say quote, unquote? I'm standing right here. You could just do the little quote fingers thingy. Your dear Katya had become a voice of dissent in my ranks and a liability. You and she have that much in common. I'm not really following. No, of course not. She was too weak to tolerate the barbarous rigors that true science requires. Wanted us to pander to our subjects like children. They were children. But you weren't. I needed to seed her some small victory. Some encouragement for her to strike out and leave our operation of her own volition. Why not just kill her? Because there's a certain power in martyrdom which I was unwilling to grant. <laughs> wow. However, as my rival, she was in every way my inferior. She couldn't even hold command over her own rebel adjunct. It was I who had to pave the way for her and her followers' departure. And were you going to get around to how you did that, or...? I had a list of clients who regularly required the use of our... <laughs> specimens. Nice. Some of whom I knew to be more than eager to procure such services on a more permanent basis. To own us. I simply planted a seed in their mind. Suggesting certain operatives might be more willing to negotiate such terms than I was. Specifically in the mind of one client, who was very fond of you, one with certain assets that were of interest to me. Meg Ryan? Is that how you remember them now? How strange it must be to live in that head of yours. Napoleon, how have you been since the last we spoke? Cold. 
They skin us. They, they skin us every time. I know, to remove the protective membrane. It looks like you've healed up nicely, though. So cold. So bright. It's blinding. Yes. Let's turn the lights down. There we go. I hope you'll forgive me, but I requested to see you without the false skin and eye shields. Why? Why would you do that? Because I know those vampires are too afraid to get near you without them. But I'm not. Here. Have my coat. Let's warm you up. Thank you. Thank you. Katya had arranged for the buyer to whisk you away to your happily ever after. She saw it as some kind of retaliation in her mind. To rob me of the subject I devoted the bulk of my time and effort to. She was foolish to think I wasn't puppeteering her every step. I brought you something. Oh, well, thank you, I guess. What is it? A phonograph, a portable one. I have a much better model at home, but I can't really use it myself. Why? Never mind that. I know you said you missed music and dancing the way you did before the war, when you weren't beholden to anyone but yourself. Before I was captured, you mean? I thought maybe... maybe you might like to dance with me. What? If you do me the honor. Uh, I, I suppose that would be all right. Here. Take my hand. I'll lead. Why? Well, I suppose that's not important, is it? You go ahead. Do you like the music? It's a bit vigorous for dancing, isn't it? Niccolo Paganini, Caprice number 24 in A minor, Operetta 1, one of my favorites. He was so skilled with the violin that it started rumors he had sold his soul to the devil, if you believe in such things. I know you do. Well, I have no choice in the matter, I'm afraid. You seem different today. Less... Less what? Uh, haunted. Ah, yes. Well, today I'm celebrating a victory of sorts. Over what? Over your captors, in fact. I don't understand. Napoleon, I've made an arrangement with Katya. A contract of sorts. Today you'll walk out of here on my arm, and you'll never have to come back. Never. But how? I've bought your freedom. How? I'm taking you away from here, away from the men who torment you, and see you as little more than a pretty contrivance. They won't let you. They'll come find me, no matter what you and Katya agreed to. No, you don't understand. The vampires see you as nothing more than a tool, a weapon to be procured as a part of their collection. I know that much. So I made arrangements to procure you for myself. I see. You didn't buy me my freedom. You bought me. Don't think of it that way. Oh, Napoleon, if you only knew how long I've been searching for you, my angel. Since the very day that we both were cast out. I told you I'm not her. I'm not whoever this woman is you're so madly in love with. I'm not some ancient entity. I can't be. I was only just born in 1880. Time is different when you're immortal. Your soul could have been cast into any era, any time, and I've waited so patiently for you to be revealed to me. I'm not her. I know you don't remember, but I do. I'd recognize you anywhere. No, I tried to tell you. It's an illusion. But it isn't. Yes, it is. It's my training to bend ether and make people see what they want or who they want to make people fall in love with me and run away in fear. It's become as regular as breathing. 
so beaten into me I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. Doesn't matter what body you wear, I can see beyond all that. Beyond the flesh, down to the very soul within. If you knew how many times I've heard people say the same thing. Why would you scoff at a chance for freedom? Because this isn't freedom. It's being sold to another master. You're still in love with the woman from your dreams. Is that it? Why would you bring that up? Who is it she comes to you as? Some actress you fancy? Ugh, Polaire. Yes, Polaire. Quite taken with her, weren't you? I guess. You saw her perform in Paris before the war. It doesn't matter. Everything's gone now. Yes, but watching her up on that stage, hearing her sing... It's probably the last memory I have worth remembering. You think this succubus who comes to you in your dreams, wearing the tattered guise of an old memory, is out there? In the real world somewhere? I know she is. You believe there's some woman who all these years has been hunting you through your dreams, looking to reunite with you. Yes. Why? She comes from, well, wherever I did. Whatever dimension Amaranthians come from. We can go back there when we dream, or I can. So you told me. And you think these dreams are real? Yes. I'm certain of it. And of her. How can you be? Because I, I knew her from a time before I was made to wear this body. We're bound to one another, her and I. Yes, that much I believe. So then... When at last she finds you, how will you know her? Surely you don't believe she'll appear to you as this polaire herself. I'll know. You're certain? What if she was standing right in front of you, offering herself to you, willing to sacrifice everything to bring you happiness, but you fail to recognize your dream lover for who they truly were, because they failed to come to you in a familiar disguise? What then? That could never happen. I see. Quite a gamble you're taking. Maybe. But I'd resent being used as a bartering chip between you and the vampires, even with Polaire off the table. Yes, of course. Perhaps I wasn't thinking straight. I'm not used to being on this end of the contract, you see. Well, what are you going to do with me? See you to the car, get you a fresh change of clothes, and then drop you off wherever it is you desire. All the way to Paris itself, if it's your wish. Though you'll find it quite changed. Seems like a waste. You bought me, after all. Yes, but I don't want you as my prisoner. What do you want with me? I'll be glad if you'll just take my arm, if only for long enough that I might walk you out of this place and into freedom. Well, then allons-y. everybody so this was a fun one this time i had fun i hope you had fun if not well next time you'll have fun probably but uh yeah we got some legionnaire squids coming into the mix and uh meg ryan and meg ryan is featured strongly in my works from the lost bread series if you go to lostbreadcomic.com you can check that out uh it's an older series i did with uh one of my patreons uh actually the grammarica show who's been one of my big supporters, and uh, also Horrorgasm. Uh, I did a Creeping Wave comic for Horrorgasm, so uh, it's in their summer anthology, and you can actually pick up their bundle, which is all the seasons of Tales of Horrorgasm, 
the comic anthologies. There's a whole bunch of them. There's, you know, spring, summer, fall, all that stuff. You can pick it up, all of them, for $20. And my story is in there, The Hostage. Plus, I did another story that uh, where I was just the illustrator for. But The Hostage actually relates specifically to this episode and the previous episode. So if you're interested, you can check that out by going to horrorgasmsd.com. So yeah, uh, it is a whole Creeping Wave universe now. Yes, the extended Creeping Wave universe. And it wouldn't be possible without my Patreons, The Gramerica Show especially, Nikki Benfield, and Neil. And of course you guys, and gals, and everybody else. And I just am so grateful that you are listening and coming along on this ride with me, because I'm pouring everything into it right now. And... (laughs) It, it's really an honor that, uh, yeah, you're participating in this with me. So leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're listening to it. Uh, drop me a line on my social media. All the links will be below. And, of course, I want to thank Dumb Blonde Rapper, who contributed the song Cray Cray that you heard during the fight scene. Uh, she is an amazing talent. You guys should definitely check her out. Check out all of her music and check out, yeah, social media links are going to be down below you gotta check her out she is a, a very talented young lady and uh we're really happy to have her on the show this is the second time she's been on the show so okay everybody well uh the season is starting to round down now so uh we're, we're gonna be coming to the climax of our story pretty soon and uh i hope you're excited for it i'm excited for it Uh, There's a lot of work ahead of me getting the artwork and everything else, but yeah, it's going to be worth it. So, okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you later. Bye. The You Mind is brought to you by LucidNet Productions in cooperation with a scary old man. I'm not that scary. I don't try to be, but I just am. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's Bizong, the weird and wacky fiction podcast. With me, your host, Mr. Frank. Every Monday, we're talking to everyone who's anyone writing weird and wacky fiction. So if you enjoy reading funny and strange books, or you enjoy writing funny and strange books, join us on Bazong each week to learn along with Mr. Frank. Bazong every Monday, a part of the Project Entertainment Network. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.